Hey, what's up gamers? This is Chris and welcome to episode 3 of season 2 of Horton Brothers Grimm, a video game podcast. Scott and Zach, what's going on with you boys? How y'all doing tonight? Doing pretty damned good. Just won Not two straight matches in Overwatch. What? A winning streak to start off tonight. I love sort it. Sort of. Sort of winning streak. We'll take it. Sort of. Maybe. <laughs> That'll work for me. Kind of. How do good. you do? How 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 do you do? Sort of winning. I mean, I thought that was uh, you either win or you don't. Well, the problem yeah. is you win the game, but you had to fucking yell at everybody and swear at the same time. So it was kind of a uh, yeah. Sort of oh, winning is like okay. Donald Trump. He's avoiding a shutdown, but he's going to declare emergency to build a wall. Oh my god. <laughs> the whole plan, dude. dude it, they're building no politics, the man. No, no, no. This is video game. Uh, Let no him politics. build the fucking wall and paint it with a whitewash. I don't care. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> Why don't they just okay, put yeah, a just plan wondering. in to stop all the free welfare for the people that come in illegally and make them motherfuckers pay taxes too? We were just having a just small saying. discussion about these things. I thought it would be funny to bring it up, but I just yeah. think you, yeah, if you make them pay too, then fuck it. Yeah, Where's my free health care? Motherfuckers. I want some. I'll take some of that free, free video games. Best move to Canada. Free I'm going to tell you. Well, to, no, you go from the U.S. and to, to go to Canada, and then you fucking have to do a lot more to become a citizen there than you do in the U.S. So, Yeah. It's not easy, eh? Not <laughs> easy. <laughs> I guess not, eh? Take Other on, countries, eh? if you're there illegally, they just fucking kill you. So, I mean... We could do that. Uh-huh. Zombies might come in across the wall. Maybe that's why Trump's building the wall. I don't think Maybe we're at World War Z yet. He can't say zombies because people will think he's crazy, but if he says illegal immigrants, they'll like, yeah, that's reasonable. Oh, my gosh. Hey, you never know with Trump. He's crazy. Well, I mean, like I said earlier, you can build the wall. They're still going to find a way in. Yeah. So It's, it's all good. Just yeah. like we're going to find a way... To get into some video game talk. And that would be great. With the politics. You brought up the wrong shit at the beginning of our conversation, you jack-o'-lantern. Oh, come on. It was funny. I guess. But Oops, I just who, hit my microphone. There's just some noise, it, boys. Who was it funny to is a good question. I laughed. I don't know. Sounds like he's got a fanny. It made me laugh. I do have a fanny pack. Oh, you got a fanny pack. For my right. Disney World trip. Do you know Disney what a, you know what a fanny weird. is over in the old country? Yes, it's a vagina. Yeah, the thing that you're going to have when you wear that unicorn fanny bag. Boys have a sausage and girls have a fanny. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> sausage anyway, and fanny cakes? I, I don't know. I think we got an audience listening to this. So let's talk to them for a second. Guys, how y'all doing? Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're listening to it on the day it released, I'm in Disney World right now. Welcome back. Have a great time. And I better get some type of souvenir and not a fucking t-shirt i will figure out something to get you guys, it better be some you. kind of sora figurine or all of the figurines from kingdom hearts all of them uh no no yes well, you know what i'm thinking about doing i'm gonna take a horton brothers Grimm t-shirt which is only 25 dollars on our website check the link down in the description I would give it to Mickey Mouse to see if he'll throw it in his wardrobe. He has over 300 items of clothing in his wardrobe. I don't know if you knew that. but Well, that's a lot. But I don't think he's allowed to wear that on the, at, at the park oh, because it's... I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to suck up to him and see what happens. I'm going to tell you, it's hard mm-hmm. to get Disney to do anything these days. 
We're going to try. Unless it's something to do with a live action film with one of their old movies. I see. So anyway, it's going to be a fun trip. And this episode's coming out during that trip. And if you're listening to this episode, I'm at work right now, so pray for me. (laughs) Thank you. I could be asleep if you're listening. I don't know. He's always asleep because he's old. That's what old people do. They fall asleep fall asleep but we hope you don't fall asleep listening to us talk today we have some exciting that would be old people things you better not be old we got three games to talk about today that's correct three of them we always talk about a retro game a current day game and a future day game and i think we have a good selection today fellas and ladies and gentlemen the audience i think you're going to enjoy it first game we're going to talk about today is a retro game that me scott and zach all enjoyed in the arcade and at home. Yes. Yep. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. I even liked the first one, but Chris and Scott did not. But I thought Dude, it was fun. I thought it was fine. It was a fun game, but it was just hard. What I hated with the worst was the seaweed. So just The swimming part, yes. That, that was hell. I hated that level. Yeah, those levels were tough. And then we're going to talk about a current day game. It's called Apex Legendary Mode no, or something Apex like that. No, Apex Legends. Uh, oh, it's just Apex Legends. Okay, I thought it was like Halo or something. You're an effing noob, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Apex Legends, the new hot battle royale Yes, yes, it is. Over the world. And it's free to play. But it has microtransactions. We'll get into that later. Yes, we will. And then our future game is a game I've never heard of. It. Scott's always digging up these I think I've heard games. of this name of this, but I haven't actually looked into it. Um, it's called the Outer Worlds. X-Bone. And I, I made a joke on our chat the other day, and I said, is it Outer This World? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, but there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yes, there is. It, uh, it definitely looks promising, I will say that. But we'll get into more of that in a minute. Hey, you should have provided oh, yeah. a link to where we could watch a trailer together. Yeah, Scott. Hmm. Why you gotta be such an idiot? I'll get you one for Apex Legends. That way you know what the fuck we're talking about, Chris. That's <laughs> okay. I've seen some videos. Of I don't it. think Dr. you Disrespect have. Dr. Disrespect had a video. Nah, his video's that. not that great. He talking to me, well, he was talking real good about the game, saying it's a Fortnite killer, so I don't know. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say Fortnite killer. Still, a lot of people that. like Fortnite. I still play yeah, Fortnite, Fortnite, even with this game. So I think it might be a PUBG killer. Um... It just if depends on if you're a fanboy. PUBG's been dead since it came out, but yeah. yeah There's I'll your link, guys. One. Check that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll be able to watch it while he's talking. That way, I won't be bored. Yeah, how rude, Scott. I mean, I'm saying, I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just for the announcement trailer. Now, that's not. I mean, I can give you a there's game no gameplay. Be... Well, it's got a little bit. Of gameplay, I'm sure there's some gameplay videos attached to that channel. So. Well, there, there's a gameplay. When is it coming out? Uh, they haven't really given a release date, we're, uh, yet, but we're we'll gonna get talk to that. About so that fellas. Never, fellas, just like Doom Eternal, you fucking assholes. <laughs> I swear, it's like I'm a teacher trying to write notes on the board while and everybody just starts talking. We just throw <laughs> notes at them. It's fine. Like I'm drawing, guys. Won't you write these down as I'm going? That well, you can just get done with it. Be like my college <laughs> algebra teacher, where he was writing the problem on the board and erasing it with the other hand. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember some of that. Some teachers are like that. Yes, yes, very, very bad. They were they were dicks. So 
Well, yeah, I think we time was talk. Richard. Mm. One thing before we start on talking about the t- topics today, you guys out there in the audience, please make sure you leave a rating if you haven't already. If you're new to the podcast, make sure to spread it. Tell your friends about it. And let's get some love. And we do have some t-shirts for sale. We'll Comments, please. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Feedback. we got a YouTube channel you can go in there and leave some great feedback on. So check all the links down in the description of this podcast so you can see all that good information. That's correct. Okay. Well, let's, um, I have, let's get started. I have I a planned stream once the game releases, but we'll talk about that later, too. Yes, we will. So now it's time to start talking about our first topic, which is retro, and that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. Cowabunga, game. dude. Cowabunga! Pizza time. Party time. Excellent. I like okay, that's, that's Wayne's Wayne, World. Yeah. A little too far. That's Wayne's World, yeah. Excellent. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it is excellent, though. It is very excellent. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Turtles in a half shell. I love how the Turtle arcade pounds. version on the actual arcade was a lot more um, difficult than the one on yes. the Super Nintendo. Except for the one on the Super Nintendo kind of lagged so with certain well, things, the, like cannonballs coming down. Yes, they did. Um, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't a perfect port. But uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out on a coin-operated video game in 1989. And it was glorious. It was. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, in case you've never seen this game out there. And what I loved about this game is it had four... The the first cabinet they put out had four players. Mm -hmm. And each controller was designated to a certain turtle. So if you wanted to be Dontello, you had to go get... The third one. The third one. I think. And then if you want to be Leonardo, probably first be on the first one. Yeah, he's the leader. Et cetera, et cetera. So if you want, so you could be a certain turtle by which joystick you chose, which I thought was really cool. Yep. Then they released a two-player version. Where you could select. And then you could just pick your characters who you want to be. You just pick one. I recently played through this game on my sweet, sweet arcade one-up that's been modified to play. Oh, about 8,000 games now. So I'm guessing you and, spam the button for lives, you know? Yeah, you can, <laughs> that's the awesome thing about playing it on a MAME cabinet is that you can actually just hit start and add all the quarters. But I did, I, I kept up with how many quarters I used. I wanted to see how many quarters it would take me to Ten dollars worth. It was. It was exactly ten dollars worth. No joke. <laughs> I know this because I've done it. It was ten dollars. In real it life. Took me, it took ten dollars <laughs> worth of quarters on the credits to beat this whole game. Yes. Because they're, they're so cheap. Okay, I'll give them this. They know how to keep you putting quarters in. It's so mm-hmm. cheap. It's like you can be just tearing people up and it doesn't matter. Any enemy will come up and just hit you on the foot. The worst ones like, oh. were mousers. Yep. Yes, the mousers. Because you couldn't ever fucking... They have this little shadow under them where you're supposed to line up your attack. And it's so tiny. You're like, oh, I'm right on it. Nope. Because they also have a tiny-ass <laughs> hitbox as well. Exactly. Yeah, this game can get me frustrating. Uh, the arcade version, at least. I don't well, remember you know, they, the. They made the arcade versions of any game more difficult oh, yeah. than anything else because they wanted you to spend more money. Of well, also your arcade machines had uh, uh, more storage, so they could add different things in. You know, if you notice, most of your games had parts of them cut out when they put them on console back then. Mm-hmm. Well, That's true. But- well, a funny thing is you say that it's actually added levels to the when the, the, 
Nintendo ports actually added levels and bosses. Really? Yeah. Wicked. I don't remember that, it's, but anyways. It's in the notes, my friend. I didn't read them. It's fine. I know you didn't. That's okay. I'm here to help. That's what I'm here for. I guess. So the cabinet, I've looked it up online, right? I put a link in my notes to y'all can check it out. You can buy this brand new cabinet. Like, still make this cabinet. You can buy it brand new for $3,495. I would love to have this. Someone, (laughs) please. So I would like to announce the Horton Brothers Grimm Patreon account. Um, (laughs) If you guys would like to donate, we're... To get that thirty four hundred ninety five dollars is our goal right now. To uh, you can do it through Streamlabs too. Cabinet. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I get it first. Oh yes. Well, maybe if you guys are interested in a Patreon account, let me know. We'll say that <laughs> for the is that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But the cabinet is pretty awesome. It's a beautiful cabinet. The graphics on the side has got like April. Uh, it's got like a real life right. People, like, and she had like April the Neal. biggest hair. Yes, her hair was so 80s. And she had like a, um, you know, the old style VHS uh, camcorder. Super huge. Yes, she did. It's 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 wonderful. I will put the link to this down in the description of the podcast, guys. You can click on it and take a look at it. It's really awesome, though. It just brings back so many memories. It's got a huge screen on it, like a 27-inch screen or something like that. It's pretty big for an arcade machine. It's bright. I just remember that game being so bright and colorful all mm-hmm. around. The graphics, the screen. It really drew you in to it, and if you, with us being huge trans, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fans, we definitely hit this arcade machine every time we went to the pool hall in our small town. Yeah, and it was one of our favorites. I know I used to play the heck. I I would throw quarters into this thing left and right back when I was a kid, and I was supposed to use some of that money to buy some food. Yeah, say like, here, go <laughs> eat on this twenty dollars and play games. Okay, I'll play games. I'll play games. I'll starve. I'm good. Well, no, I ate one of the uh, pizzas that were a dollar and a quarter. <laughs> and then you get a, a yeah. large sweet tea and free refills. That's true. Yeah, you remember that time we went to the pool hall and we ate the pizzas and then we were sick for three days? I don't. <laughs> I remember it. I, re- I remember getting <laughs> I, a I missed st- out on that one. I remember getting a stomach virus. It had nothing to do with the pizzas, though. But remember, uh, remember they had to stick a pill up our booty hole? That's called a suppository. Uh, so yes, let's get the, the suppos- terminology right there, Fanny. The suppository <laughs> tore my ass up. Well, what what had happened was we had uh, gotten <laughs> sick with the stomach virus from school. And as you know, anybody knows that the incubation period is hours. So school, <laughs> we eat at the pool hall, play some games, then fuck, we're sick. And then yeah, we were bad. Sick. Yeah, and the poor shower curtain is all I can say. <laughs> we won't discuss it from there, but I'm sorry, shower curtain from back in the day. Yeah, and we'll move on. That shower curtain. That shower curtain got a Viking funeral. <laughs> <say that>. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what but a yeah, Viking was... funeral is, folks, uh, that's where you burn it and set it out to sea. But anyway. <laughs> So yeah, that that was fun day. I didn't eat a pizza there for like over a year just because it just I did not because he's a weirdo up, going down and coming back up. Well, I was fine with I, it. It tasted good. Not, it tasted fine coming up. It was just pepperoni. That flavor never left me after a while. But they mm, are delicious. I still taste it every day with heartburn. Oh wait, that's just old, normal. Heartburn. I, I taste it every day with getting old. 
Mm. It's getting old. I'm not old. Y'all the old motherfuckers here. <laughs> I'm, twi- so I'm 29, about- bitch. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Everybody knows that. No, sir. That's just, that's just not true. It can't be. It is, but anyway. So, but anyway, let's talk about the let's talk about the plot of this game. What's going on in the Ninja Turtles game? I bet y'all can't guess. Oh, Strader does some shit, and we got to go fuck him up. <laughs> uh, that's what happens. Strader kidnaps April O'Neil and Splinter, and we must save them. I thought it was the rhinoceros and, first, and then Strader come. Well, Strader. Told well, the, him to do it. Yeah, right. The first boss. The first boss was uh, Rocksteady. Yeah, Rocksteady was in uh, yeah, the was room the first with boss. April. That's she was cowering in the left corner. You don't mm-hmm, remember? Mm-hmm. And then the building was on fire. After you killed Rocksteady, here comes Strader and said, "I got to stick my penis in it this time." It was weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why did he say that?" But, you know. Yeah, that was strange, Strader. I just thought it was one of those Disney covers, like the Little Mermaid had. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> don't you could search April O'Neil bang Shredder and you probably would get some videos. That's disgusting. Well, you know, let's move that's along. That's true. Okay, that that there was not where internet. I wanted that to go. <laughs> that's where you went. That is not where I went. But, that's where Chris went. Not not. Well, not there's an actual porn star called April O'Neil. That's why. Wow, I, I did not know wow. that either. Okay. I'm just saying, people are searching it right now. I promise. <laughs> so Jesus, you mean? So anyway, you're trying to catch next Thursday. Yeah. You're trying to catch up to, you know, Shredder. He takes April. He takes Splinter. So you're trying to save him. Okay. Yes. And it, so you can pick between each one of the turtles, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael. Remember, the four-player cabinet you had to actually use the actual joysticks for that character. But on the two-player, you could just pick who you wanted. And then up to four people could play. That's what's the freaking awesome thing about the four-player cabinet was. Uh, four of you could be on the screen at the same time fighting. That's correct. And you can that only do fun. two players on the console. Yeah, exactly. Two players was all you had on the console, which is which is was actually made sense because most of the consoles back then didn't have a two-player and, options. And you did have a four-player thing you could buy, but that didn't support a lot of games. Right. A lot. And, and that would probably be why they added levels because they had to cut out Storage for characters. Yeah, I don't know. less less characters on the screen, more levels. I know they added more balls coming down the stairs, and that's what uh, made that fucking game lag on the Nintendo. Mm. Yeah, that did make because there was lag. only now, one ball it. coming down the stairs on the actual arcade cabinet, and then two on the fucking console. If you played the main cabinet version, which I did uh, earlier, which I mentioned earlier, that uh, does not lag at all. It's beautiful. It, it just works so good. I would love to have one once you gift it to me. Um, if you can find a arcade one-up machine, I'll, I'll help you mod it. I'm sure mm-hmm. I could, but I'm awesome. guessing it's not going to be cheap. No, I could just I build an arcade cabinet. My, I got mine for one hundred and fifty-nine dollars. Could just build a four-player arcade cabinet. And then I spent another hundred and fifty dollars putting. New stuff on it. Well, this works out for my apartment because it's smaller and it doesn't have to. It's light. Yeah, of course. If I get a, if I build a cabinet, I'll, I'll be in a house at that point. And so my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, our basement would be great. My favorite character on this game, Donatello, because he's my favorite Ninja Turtle. There's something wrong with you, um, but that's okay too. He, his was slower. His attacks were slower, but he had longer range. That's why I like too, about Donatello. Though. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could. I love just grabbing them up and just tossing them. Like you do that. I just do that the whole time. It kills them. Then Michelangelo and Raphael are very fast, but they're shorter range, so you have to get up closer to the enemies. And then Leonardo is a well-rounded turtle. He's average. He has average range and speed. So he's the leader. So he's very steady. And Leonardo was always the one I picked. I, I like Leonardo, but Donatello's my guy. I got to stick with him. Zach, you like Raphael, right? Or Michelangelo. Michelangelo? Nobody likes Raphael. He was a tool. <laughs> Raphael sucks. You know, Raphael was supposed to be the leader um, at one point, and then that's why I'm so mad at all the times because Leonardo's the leader. I'm not kidding. You can fact check that. No, it's it's you're right. I mean, and but that that didn't come out until the later versions of the the Ninja Turtles. It, in the in the original '80s cartoon, the Ninja Turtles they were all just hanging out and well, they got flushed down the toilet with shit. I mean, they're like, "What up?" And then for some reason, Strider's like, or whoever threw the mutagen down there. Like fuck this mutagen shit, it doesn't work. And then they threw it in the turds. Why didn't we get big turd people instead of turtles? I don't know. Shit. <laughs> it's a good question. Very good question. And we may continue on now. Talk about this game some more. You can uh, there's a jump button and there's an attack button, and you can hit jump and attack at the same time. Yes. To do a special attack. And then you also use a bar of energy when you do that, too. This is true. But you also could find pizza on the ground to get your energy back. Ever so often. Pizza time! It's not plentiful like it should have been. No. There was not a lot of pizza to get. But I loved it when you picked it up. It was like, pizza time! It was awesome. And so you can also slam uh, your enemies into the wall. So like if you're going down through like on the street or something, you can grab them and throw them up against the wall, and it hurts them a lot that more. More cool damage. Wasn't that game where you? That was one where you could also throw it like towards. You could throw the character towards the screen, yes. right? Where they would mm-hmm. splat against. Well, the that screen. that happened ever so often. It would just chuck them up there. But yes. Yeah, you could yeah. do that. Yes, it was really cool. Uh, it was a great effect. And you can also bounce off the walls in certain areas like mm. with your turtle. And there's also uh, many objects you can get. Traffic cones, parking meters, fire hydrants, and exploding oil drums. So if you see them, you can hit them and damage them. And, or if the oil barrel, you can hit them and make them blow up and kill enemies. And the ones that mm. come out of the sewer, the covers, you can hit them backwards. Yeah, you can hit them backwards with the uh, lid. So pretty cool. This game is really, like, it's the, the, the gameplay is really fun. There's a lot of things going on. It's fast-paced. It's a lot of enemies. It's... It's just fun. It's constant fun. It keeps you busy. Keep your mind busy. You're not. It's never really getting a break in this game, and that's why I loved it. That's why I really enjoy it a lot because it's just a fun game. It's fun the whole time you're playing, and you just want to. It's a perfect arcade machine because you just wanted to keep pumping quarters in as you want to keep going. Uh, most of the enemies you have are foot soldiers, but they have different color coded ones. So some of them would come out with a rocket launcher. Some of them come out with swords. I hated the one with, with the nothing. boomerang. That would be the, yeah, the boomerang. I think it's blue and white, or white and blue, or yeah, yellow a, and white. Were, I think yellow and white blue, is dynamite or something. There were blue ones, yellow ones, gray ones, uh, purple. But in the live Possibly, action movies, they were all purple. Yep, they were all <laughs> purple. And well, in the cartoons too. Yeah, of course. But they were robots. 
um, in the cartoons and the game, but in the live action, there were people. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they couldn't do robots back then. It was the 80s. Man, you know, the, the special effects 90s, budget was rather. pretty limited. I mean... And then Michael Bay had to go fucking put noses on him like a (laughs) dumbass. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. Hey, guys, I got noses. It's like on Grandma's Boy. That's what I thought about when they talked about different colored foot soldiers. It's like, you know the level level five, the gnomes? They look just like the gnomes from level two. So I thought we could just change the color of the gnome. (laughs) Stupid idea. That's a stupid idea. That's just very true. It's a stupid idea. And that dude goes up in the, hey, Mr. Cheezle. Uh, I think that the gnomes look just like the other gnomes in level two, so I think we should just change the pixels. And that. That's brilliant, JD. It's brilliant. <laughs> that's an awesome movie, by the way. If you haven't ever seen Grandma's Boy, you got to see that movie. If you're a gamer, it's a must-watch. It's my favorite. Um, One of it them. It is so good. So, you also had, we talked about earlier, these, uh, there was... Roadkill Rodney robots. You remember they had the little lasso that electrocutes you? Mm-hmm. Those were a pain in the ass. They will tear your butt up. Especially because they've come out at the same time there's like four foot soldiers and there's like three of them will roll out there. And so it was perfect. If you're a one player, if you're playing this game one player, you're not going to survive that. You better put some more quarters in that bitch. Because mm-hmm. it's going to kill you. Yep. And then we're going to have, of course, the bosses. We talked about Rocksteady is your first boss. Bebop is your second boss. But then later, you actually have to fight them just together so they come out at the same time. Then you have Baxter Stockman. Uh, in the arcade version, he's flying around in his little ship. He hasn't mutated it to the fly. Hmm. Um, he just flies around have, as the fly in the console, right? In the console, you fight him in the ship, and then later they added him into the game Later, as the mutated oh, fly, okay. Baxter Stockman. So you have to fight him twice in our uh, console version. Granator is a boss. General Trag and Crane and Shredder himself. Shredder's the last Who's, guy to fight. Who did you say? The first one. Granator Which, and General what, what was, Trag. What was General Trag? I remember the name. General Trag was, was a rock. General General Trag's like a yeah. He looks like a rock, but he's kind of like a robotic. He's dude. a rock boss. Yeah, okay. he's pretty badass. And Granitor, what was that one? Uh, la, 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 let me think. You sure Granitor wasn't the rock boss? I'm pretty sure. That could be. Nope. Let's find out. Granitor. I don't know who the fuck Granitor is. TMNT. Sergeant Granitor is the rock. Oh, well, then General the Trag guy. is who then? It's, uh, I think Trag's like a robotic type. I think he's the one that has Krang in his stomach then? Nope. Krang's, Krang's robot didn't have any kind of name. He's he a rock soldier. For, he's also a rock soldier. Yeah, okay. I knew he was a rock. I didn't, I didn't even know who Granator is. So yeah, he's loyal to Krang, of course. But yeah, I do. I just played through the game, and you do fight both of those guys. I didn't exactly know their names when I was playing it, but now I kind of remember them now. And then, of course, Krang and Shredder, you fight them in the... What is it called, guys? The Technodrome? Technodrome. Technodrome. Yeah, baby. I love the Technodrome. We had the Technodrome, didn't we? We had the blimp. Um, No, we did not have the Technodrome. We We had had the the blimp, blimp, didn't we? Uh, Little Zach had Technodrome. That's right, yeah. We had the the blimp, and it was awesome, and the turtle van. Yeah, we had the van and the blimp. He had the Technodrome. So that's basically the gameplay right there, and it takes you through all the bosses, and that's all there is to the game, really. It took to... 
I said it took me about forty five minutes an hour to beat the game with ten dollars and quarters. That's not bad. That's a lot of money. But back then, you know, that was actually a, a, that's a decent price to beat a game. Yeah, cost yeah. Me ten bucks. <clears throat> well, forty quarters. I mean, yeah, that was a roll. No, wait. How many quarters is in a roll? Ten, is it ten dollars? Ten, $10 in a roll, right? there, Mister Money Man. So yeah, forty quarters. I mean, you know. Yeah, and I remember that makes me think about when we used to go to the arcade. You would have yep. your quarters, and you would set them out on the. You'd have them sitting right out there on the console. Yeah, and, and if you deck, had your money sitting deck. there and somebody moved it, you knocked them the fuck out. <laughs> That's right. Don't you fucking touch my stack, bitch. <laughs> you did that with the pool tables, too. So you put your 50 cents there when you wanted next. Yeah. Yep. And That's see, back put- back in the day, when you put your money on that table, nobody touched it. They Everybody left that shit alone. Because everybody because respected was, one another. That was, that was the thing. That was a matter of respect. You didn't fuck with nobody's stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever remember having any incidents where people stole my quarters or. No, oh. I'm just saying that as, that was just understand understood. Like if you touch my shit, I'm gonna fuck you up. I mean, that's just what's gonna happen. <laughs> it was we 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 went to an arcade in a rough neighborhood. I tell you, <laughs> sure, um, sure we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> Bunch of street toughs hanging outside. Yeah. <laughs> they were street toughs. I tell you. <laughs> You pick the one side up, I get the other side. You pick it up. It was eight, ten, twelve large, big lads. All right. <laughs> hey, how come you get a pool cue? <laughs> hey, how come you get a pool cue? <laughs> that was on uh, Dirty Work. By Dirty way. Work. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how come you get a pool cue? <laughs> yeah, so tired for so beating us mercilessly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're tired for beating us mercilessly. <laughs> That's one of the best movies ever, too, guys. That's a, that, that's another one you got to see with, with Grandma's Boy if you have never seen Dirty Work. It is a wonderful Lord, movie. Uh, that's the one that had Don Rickles in it, right? Yeah. And it had the guy from uh, Child's Play in it. Not Child's Play, but uh, what's the one with the kid uh, where it had uh, John Problem Ritter. Child. Problem Child, that's right, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> buy that for a dollar. Bring me a horse. At least I didn't get my nose bitten off by a Saigon whore. <laughs> hey, I remember you that bastard. <laughs> Why is there dead hookers in these trunks? <laughs> spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, spoiler alert. My God, look, this truck's got dead hookers in it too. And everybody's sucking sand. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't say that joke on this show. <laughs> no, don't say that one. No, no. Not anymore. Scott, you're going to have but to edit Scott's shit. out from that. I don't know. Dirty Work <laughs> is, is amazing. So it's, it's very underrated. It's one of the better comedies I've ever seen. I think I think of Dirty when I think back watching uh, comedies, Dirty Work was one. Opportun- what was that one called? Opportunity, Opportunity Knox. Knox. Mm-hmm. Nobody Carvey. here. He also did Clean Slate <laughs> at, around that same time as well. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Clean Slate was good. Remember we had to, uh, they, uh, our mom and our friend's mom made us leave the movie theater um, watching Clean Slate because it was PG-13. I don't remember oh, wow. going to that movie. <laughs> you guys went to a we movie went, without me, you motherfuckers? No, you were with us. We went to the mall. Our our mom's like said, hey, 
Y'all go do what you want to. They gave us the money to go to the arcade, but we didn't want to do that, so we decided to go to the movies. I don't remember going to the movies like that. I must but not have been with you guys because I don't uh, remember seeing that one in the theater. Because because mom and, uh, and our friend's mom went shopping. They were just doing their thing. And they gave us money. We took our money for the arcade and decided we wanted to go see a movie with Clean Slate. And we got in trouble. Well, we didn't get, mama didn't get on to us. She, but she had to make us leave because he got in trouble because Who's she friend? was preacher's wife. Oh, AJ. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to say the name, but yeah. We didn't. We said AJ. Well, I mean, how many AJs did we know back then? I knew several, so thank <laughs> you. And one of them was a girl. I don't know. When I was a pro wrestler. And, um, yeah. So, one of them, so yeah. We got asked to, uh, we had to leave the PG 13 rated movie. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Clean Slate. If, if you wa- go watch Clean Slate, you'll see that it's harmless. I don't but, think uh, I remember that. Me personally. The one chick that's in it does, she's wearing like a real, like a t shirt, or she's wearing a button up shirt. And panties. That was like the worst thing in the movie. Sounds like a good like, time. I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, back then I was like, dang, you know, that's normal stuff these days. Kids see way worse than that when they're like yeah. two, year, two days Network old. television, man. They Network go to, television. What are you talking about? Television. They fucking go to school still. There's still schools, <laughs> okay? Public schools. You will see everything. I didn't see any of this shit in movies until I saw it at school first. Mm-hmm. That was a story we just talked about some movies. So we went on a tangent from hell right there. That was fun. Everybody well, we loves do those that tangents. from time to time. You know, it's, a, it's part of our charm. One. People's favorite that part of our of show. Favorite. That was one of my favorite tangents right there, for real. That was awesome. Um, so this game had a few uh, titles. It was called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in North America. It was called Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles in Europe. Yeah, because, it was teenage, because of violence, uh, right? That's right. Exactly. Biz, I talked to Biz about this one time, and he said that because okay. they, Ninja Turtles were violent. They are. But Hero Turtles were heroes. But heroes aren't violent, I don't get it. Yeah. And then Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles Super Kame Ninja in Japan. That was what it was called. Wow. And they are the world's leader of hentai porn. <laughs> yes. Exactly. With tentacles. Oh my god. Shaped as penis. Tentacle porn. So tentacle porn. That's we know what's funny is like they had tentacle people they had people with tentacles, but they decided in Japan they only sold this game as a two player conversion kit. You can only do two players in Japan on the arcade. Then they of course they released them in the other regions later. Cause it was less expensive to have the two player kit. Than the four-player kit. That's why they ended up coming in to America because it saves arcade owners money. Hmm. So that was interesting tidbit. Um, then that we talked about before, the game was ported to the NES in 1990 under the tur- title Teenage Mutant under Ninja tur- Turtles 2. Under the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. And the Japanese Famicom version was simply titled TMNT Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Very weird. What? Title. Yeah. That's a little redundant. It is. What? What was it again? TMNT Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. 
Wow. You know, because TMNT is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then, well, they had to explain what it meant, I guess. Yeah. Okay. To all those people that can't read. I mean, I don't know. It's like, we don't know. What is TMNT? MNT. What is this? Timint? What is Timint? Timint! I don't want to play no, 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 no. So now I can talk about on the NES version. We talked about the new levels. Uh, they added the first part of scene three and all of scene six. The first part of scene three was new on the NES version, and they added a scene six inside of there. Um, had new enemy characters, two, two new bosses, Tora, which is a dog-like blizzard beast, and Shogun, a robotic samurai, mm. which y'all probably remember. They, those characters were just created for this game alone. And they extended some scenes, like scene three, it was the parking garage stage, and they replaced it. Uh, they replaced the arcade versions in Battle of Bebop and Rocksteady with a battle against the mutated fly form of Baxter Stockman. So you didn't in the NES version, you didn't fight Bebop and Rocksteady together like you do in arcade. Right. You actually fight a fly form of Baxter Stockman, which I thought was a pretty good, you know, pretty good at inclusion because at that point, everybody, you know, we knew Baxter Stockman was the fly, right? Yes, correct. If you uh, watched the show at all, then you did. Or if you had the toys. Yeah. He mutates into the fly. What was the guy called that had the uh, the trash can on his back and he like oozed everywhere? Oh, that was... Um, oh, yeah, I remember how we had the toy. His, his companion character was Muck. What was the... Oh, man, we got to find out. That's, I want that toy now. I can't. I, must I, did, I did not mean to trigger your need for shopping. Bog Swamp Demon? No. 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 Muckman and Joe Eyeball? That's, That's it. Muckman and Joe Eyeball. Yeah, Muckman. Muckman was my favorite Ninja Turtle toy. But he couldn't remember the name. That up. He couldn't remember the name. I couldn't. I just remembered what it looked like. I know what it looks, it looks like. like um, it looks like just a slightly... Weirder looking uh, Toxic Avenger. Yep. And he had the, a little slime you put at the top of his head and you push it down and then it oozed out of him. Freaking cool. I My new mission in life right now is to find that action figure and purchase it. Uh, you can get it on eBay for 70 bucks. Shit. 70 bucks. You can eat or it. you can get it used on eBay for 27 Who wants to get it after somebody masturbated with it? I mean, I don't That's understand. what I'm saying. I don't know. Amazon, you can get the new version of Muckman for thirty nine. Wait, I just found a loose Muckman for three dollars and seventy five cents. Oh wow! On what? On eBay. Oh, okay. Well, these this is just what popped up on the initial Google search. I didn't actually go to eBay. Yeah, I'm buying it right now as we're recording this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, don't <laughs> don't forget to get wingnut and screw loose while you're at it. It's going to cost me eight bucks after shipping. Oh, my God. What? How did you... For, for Muck Man and Joe Eyeball, I bought it. Are you getting the Joe Eyeball, too? Is it actually... I don't really care about Joe. Also, I get Muck Man, I'm happy. So, I just purchased that, ladies and gentlemen, live. You heard it live <laughs> recorded. He has an addiction. I, I just <laughs> want to put that out there. He has an addiction. Hey, did you get, I'm gonna talk, I'm did a, you get a Mondo Gecko? No, stop talking. I'm going to buy more. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, I still got that one around here somewhere. What the? Gecko? Give it to me now. I still got Mondo Gecko somewhere around here. I think it was in that box of Hot Wheels stuff you gave me that time, Zach. I gave you a box of Hot Wheels. I need a bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, let me get uh, all that back. Seriously. We'll talk about that. We can negotiate that. I'll, I'll what'd you have do to with that box of Hot Wheels? What'd you, what'd you do with that? It's still here somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it's in a closet. Yeah, but, we'll uh, take it back for sure now. Because I need it. <laughs> now, let's talk about some other places this game's popped up throughout the years. Um, it almost popped up on the Wii Virtual Console. But they canceled it for some reason. Those they didn't really say why. Bastards. They just canceled it. Um... Oh, wait, there's one other thing before we move on. In the NES version of the game, one of the cool product placements uh, was Pizza Hut logo. Yes, it was. They actually added that to the console version. I remember this. And the rear cover of the instruction manual, they provide a coupon for a free personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. And it expired on December 31st, 1991. So, sorry if you go out to try to buy it now to get that free (laughs) personal pan pizza, you're screwed. And it's only $5 for a personal pan pizza. So, please... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, hell, you can get a medium one-topping pizza right now for five dollars. Wouldn't it be yeah, funny yep. to, to actually search this uh, booklet down and, and just record yourself going into pizza Hut trying to redeem? That'd be hilarious, <laughs> and I will, I will take that challenge. Do it! I want it. I want to see this. That would be we, great. We all three go together though, so you have to make a trip up here. Blow the kid. Out. You could. You, you'd blow the kid's mind standing behind the register. Um, no, sir, it's going to be some angry. <laughs> A woman. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Now, hell, you well, mean bringing an expired coupon up in here? What we will do is go to a bunch of different Pizza Huts and keep trying it. <laughs> <laughs> See if any of the managers like, you know what? You can have a free personal pan piece. That would be fun. So, Zach, your, your mission is to get that book, bro. I'm hunting it now. And then there were some computer ports of this game. So, we're going back to where this game popped up. So, you had computer ports... That were uh, on the ZX Spectrum, Amiga, Amstrad, Amstrad, that's a British computer, Amstrad, CPC, Atari ST, PC, a Commodore 64. Wow, Commodore 64. (laughs) Yes. This game was everywhere. Wow. Then they put this on the Xbox Live Arcade. It was released under the name of TMNT 1989 Classic Arcade on March 14th, 2007. Dude, you can uh, Ubisoft published it. You can get the game plus the booklet plus the dust sleeve for twenty dollars. Really? But the problem is, it doesn't come with the box to make it complete. But that's okay because you can get the box for seven dollars. But the booklet, so are, I need to know if it's got the coupon in it. Ask them if it's got the coupon, and if it doesn't have the coupon, no deal. Oh, let me refine my search. With the words with coupon. Mm-hmm. And there's a new arcade game out coupon. right now, or it's been out the last within recent times. Um in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Battle Nexus for the PlayStation 2, Xbox, and GameCube. So I guess not too recent, but back in the day. But PlayStation 2 times. They put out a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Battle Nexus. But in a as a hidden bonus, they you could play the original Ninja Turtles arcade game. If you found it. Sweet. And that's an actual port of the arcade version. As, but they just they altered the music and took out the voice clips. I don't know why. 
You have to find, okay, here it tells us, okay. The game is unlocked by finding an antique in stage 9-1. The antique turns out to be the original arcade machine. Oh, that's pretty cool. And which game was this? Uh, Ninja Turtles 2 Battle Nexus. It came out on the PlayStation 2, Xbox, and GameCube. So the arcade version is hidden inside stage 9-1 as a antique of the original arcade machine. Where do we get this game from? I uh, would imagine you'll probably have to buy a PlayStation 2, Xbox, or GameCube. Right version of the okay, game. Okay, so a brand new copy of the game costs $500. Holy crap. For the, Nerd, the Ninja Turtles 2 Battle Nexus? No, no, no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Nin- arcade game. That, way that was I, on the, was that, that that was on the regular Nintendo, yes, wasn't it? And and that guarantees you the coupon because it's new. So cellophane wrapped all everything. Boom, I just found a copy of that game. Oh wait, no, it's disc 2 only for GameCube. You can buy disc one only and disc two only. Or you can buy the no manual version of the game for the Xbox for six dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. You can get that game pretty cheap if you want to find that uh antique Easter egg. That's a pretty cool deal. I'm just happy I got Muckman, guys. I'm excited about Muckman. This guy Muckman. I will put a link to his to what it looks like for you guys down in the podcast description so you can check it out. And but that's everything that I have about TMNT Arcade. Would you, yeah. So Zach and Scott, do you guys have anything you would like to add? To if you go after Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, uh, and you're looking for the coupon, make sure it has the picture on the box or the picture on the booklet that says valuable coupon on the back because there is a different version that doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, wow. So we got to find the version that's got the coupon. And we will, I'm telling you, this is going to happen. If we get this booklet with the coupon in it, we are going to some Pizza Huts. I'm going to have my GoPro camera on. And we're going to record with reactions to people as we try to redeem this thing. I can just see if it's going to be fun. getting the coupon. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll find it. We'll find it. So, Scott, you got anything else you'd like to add to this conversation? No, I believe we covered it, man. Uh, I do. I will say that I I remember playing the arcade version at the, the pool hall, and it was a lot of fun. Yes, sir. It was great. Um, one of my favorite games of all time, honestly. It's the first game I played on this arcade machine that I bought that I modified. It's the first game I wanted to play, uh, and it was it's amazing as usual. So that is going to sum that up, and I will probably. I don't know yet. I have decided as the recording. I'm not sure what our soundtrack spotlight will be. Could be this game. Who knows? But that soundtrack spotlight is coming at you right now after this break. So enjoy it. The The links down in the description will tell you where you can go listen to any of the songs that we talk about in the soundtrack spotlight. So I hope you enjoy that. And we will see you after the break for talk about a brand new Battle Royale game that's taken the gaming world by storm called apex legends we'll see you after the break hi i'm chris and i am pleased to present to you horton brother Grimm's latest soundtrack spotlight on teenage mutant ninja turtles the arcade game today's soundtrack spotlight is brought to you by the horton brothers Grimm season one commemorative t-shirt for only 25 dollars you will receive this wonderful t-shirt that memorializes our first season with the Horton Brothers Grimm logo on front and a concert-style listing of all the games we discussed on the back, this shirt will be sure to please any video game fan. 
Playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade at our local arcade is one of my best childhood memories. And one of the main reasons is for the awesome soundtrack. I couldn't dig up much about this soundtrack as far as composers, producers, and whatnot. So today, I'm just going to play for you some of my favorite tracks and tell you that all of these can be listened to for free at the YouTube link in this episode's description. First, I shall play for you the most iconic piece of music that any 80s Ninja Turtle fan will recognize. Check this out. Next, no character selection screen is complete without some great accompanying music. And this tune greets the player with a rush of energy as they choose their favorite turtle. In the very first stage, Burning Building, the music keeps the adrenaline pumping with this energetic track titled Burning Building. And finally, the final stage, the Technodrome, brings the game home with tough fights and bone-shattering stage music titled The Technodrome. That will complete this episode's Soundtrack Spotlight segment. I hope you enjoyed. Do not forget to click the link in the description of this podcast to purchase your very own Horton Brothers Grimm Season 1 commemorative t-shirt. Cowabunga, dude! Okay, gamers, welcome back. We are about to start our second topic of the day, our current day game, which is Apex Legends. Zach, you chose this game, so tell us... What you think, my friend? Let's, let's, let's hear the scuttlebutt on Apex Legends. The scuttlebutt, he says. Crazy yes. ass. <laughs> the scuttlebutt. Alright, so Apex Legends, of course, if you don't know, takes place 30 years after Titanfall 2. So, fans were a little in an uproar. They're like, where's my mechs and all this crap? Just shut up, people. Nobody cares about your mechs. <laughs> Not interested in those things. I can tell you is this is most likely gonna be the best battle royale game for 2019 easily. Um, is it a killer of other battle royale games? I'm gonna say no, because it has its aspects, and then other games have their aspects. So we are a battle royale game with this one. You have different heroes you can choose, or whatever you want to call them. They all have different abilities. 
of course, when you start out, you have six of eight unlocked. Two of them you have to, of course, either pay to unlock them, or you can play the game, build up these types of credits, and then go in and unlock the hero itself. Mm-hmm. So the more you play, and every time you gain a level, they give you a, it's called an Apex Pack. Um, it's sort of like opening a, a pack of cards, and you get three cards in each pack. Well, what they do is they give you skins for weapons, skins for people, banners, you know, just different things, different trackers of, like, you know, how much damage you do, how many kills you get, different shit like that. One thing I really enjoy about this game is the ability to res your dead teammates. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you have to go oh, to, wow. to res points after you... Basically, what happens is they get knocked down. And if you do not get them up in the time limit for them to bleed out, then you'll have an opportunity to collect what's called a banner from their inventory. You collect the banner, and then you take it to a resurrection, um, like this resurrection place. It's like a beacon. And you, of course, call for the resurrection. And this person has to... Of course, re-jump out of a plane and come straight down. And they have absolutely no weapons on them. <laughs> so, at these res points, there is one little, um, uh, it's like a supply bin. But most likely, someone has already come through and collected that uh, stuff out of it. So, hopefully they have it where your teammate can get some more weapons. Or, of course, you can pick up some of their crap and toss it in front of them and say, Hey, put this shit on. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do give it. them your spare weapon, which probably like wouldn't. A, uh, if I'm resin, I'll do what now? It's kind of like a casting couch session. Here, put this shit on. Yeah, here, put this shit on. <laughs> or take this shit off. <laughs> so, each match has up to um, 20 teams at a time. Uh, you have 60 people and three people per team right now. Uh, of course, there's other game modes they're working on as far as what they've said. And hopefully they'll be out soon, but they'll probably bring it out gradually, let everybody get used to the um, three-man dynamic versus, oh, here's a bunch of shit, and we're breaking our game immediately. You know, Sort of like some mm-hmm. other games I know, uh, PUBG and uh, <coughs> stuff like that. Now, when you play this game in... Strategy-wise, you will want to, you know, maybe pick one person as damage and one healer, and then maybe another damage or another or one that's classified as a tank. But you don't really have to. You can play anybody the hell you want to because you all have access to the same weapons. Just your abilities are a little bit different because of which hero you play. Uh, my two favorites so far is Wraith and Bangalore. Now, Wraith. She kind of plays like, um, I would say, Reaper from Overwatch. Because you can uh, basically step into a dimensional portal and avoid damage for a little, uh, for a few seconds. And you can also, your ultimate, is you can open up a portal and, or a rift is what they call it. And then you can run uh, and, you know, make an exit for the rift. And you can go back and forth between this rift for a solid 60 seconds. So let's say you get into a fight um, 
and of course you knock one of them, but you you're injured. You jump in your portal, go heal. The only thing is they can come through as well. So if they like one of their other teammates follows you in there, you better be ready to shoot them as well. So it's it's better to strategize where you put your portals or your rifts. That way you'll have so somewhere you, to go. What you say? How do you? How do you what? Put portals. What's that? How's that word? What, okay, so that's your ultimate ability. So you have your regular abilities where you can just avoid damage every you know every time you use the ability. I can't remember the cooldown, but I'm pretty sure it's like 20 seconds or 15 or something like that. But the rifts themselves will allow you to transport your teammates and whoever the hell else steps through it within that 60 seconds. But you have to build up your ultimate, sort of like you build up your ultimate in um, like Overwatch. Hmm. Those types of games. I don't know much about that game either, so I don't know. Okay. Well, you should watch a video on it sometime. I think I will. <laughs> I must. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad that I don't know. I've put, I don't know how many Overwatch videos on my YouTube channel. And it no, has. I've watched those. Okay. That's, you know, when you see me use like Junkrat's tire to blow people up, that's an ultimate. And you build I that up by dealing with other people. Because a lot of those are highlights, like showing you, like, what you're playing. That's very true. There's only a couple of streams that I've put on there, but at the same time, you know. It's hard for me to follow that game anyways. Not, nothing to do with you, your gameplay. Your game yeah, it's, it's kind of set up as, um, in, it's so it's such a fast paced game. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Watching it. It's, it's an interesting, colorful game. I love the graphics on that game. Anyway. Anyways, one thing I wish was not in this game, of course, everybody's going to hear it, microtransactions. But since it's a free game, I think we'll let it slide this time. Well, it's a free game, and the microtransactions are for nothing but cosmetics. I that's, mean, it's, that's correct. So it's not a pay-to-win uh, type of game, which is awesome. And another thing that's cool is when you open your little packs from leveling, you actually gain um, crafting materials. So the things that you want to come out of the packs or, you know, like skins and stuff for your character, you can actually create with the crafting materials that come out of it. Now, you can buy coins as well, sort of like, um, let's see, every other fucking game on the market. Yeah, um, it's like like Fortnite. You know, you can pay the money, pay real money for V-Bucks. Or right, whatever. yeah, V-Bucks from Fortnite. You know, you unlock different... You know, dances and shit on that, but <laughs> congratulations, you've earned ten V bucks. <laughs> Here you go, take them. <laughs> it's like uh, I don't want them. It's like I'm t- why not? You know what they're offering right now on <laughs> Fortnite is a free battle pass, free season eight battle pass if you do their uh, overtime challenges. So I'm going to be doing those. Yeah, That's ten dollars that I'll be saving. There's what thir- There's thirteen of 20. challenges. There's though? twenty, but you oh, got to finish 20. thirteen okay. of them. You have to finish thirteen of them to get that. So tangent there. So what kind of overtime? What is this overtime objective? Just different things. You have to play the game. You have to unlock them. And then it shows you what they are. How much of the game do you really do you expect to have to play to get those thirteen? Oh, a lots and lots of lots and lots of matches. Okay, <laughs> I'm just curious. I, I guess that's a good, clever way for them to keep you playing. That's well, see idea. what happens is you finish. Not to take away from Apex here for a second, but 
uh, with Fortnite. Of course, you know, we talked about it last season, and uh, Scott was kind of pissed off about the game. And um, because of the building <laughs> aspect. But well, that does suck, once but... you once you get to level 100, uh, now they're allowing you to, um, instead of, f- like, finishing all the extra challenges for the skin you unlock, sort of like uh, this one, t- this time, you have to actually uh, outlive so many opponents to unlock another color of his skin. So basically it's a reskin, but it's just a different color. And... Mm. It's a lot. It's like 250,000 to finish. So you got to outlive 250,000 people. So that means that's all you would be trying to do at the end of the season. So people are like, now nah, just wait till you know, next season comes out, then I'll start playing again. Well, from my aspect, this overtime challenge thing to where you get a free battle pass is going to be to keep people playing in the off-season um, which usually the season ends and season starts next day. So, um, you know, it's not really that big of a gap between uh, seasons usually, uh, but used to in the seasons you'd end, you'd get the skin and you would have to complete a series of challenges to finish unlocking the person. If not, you just lost uh, you, you, where well, you couldn't achieve the end, um, the end result, which would be, you know, maybe an extra animation on the skin or something like that. And that's how they would keep people playing. But now they extend it. They let you uh, do it until you get it. But they made the challenges much uh, longer. So 250,000 people survived is a lot. Because um, yeah. there's, <laughs> there's only 100 fucking people um, in a regular match. Now... Uh, so what this would do in the rumble match uh, that they have, which is a death match because you can respawn and everything, you will not outlive people there. So you don't get credit for playing that. But you can do some of these other challenges in that mode, which is fine. But anyway. <coughs> Interesting. I, I'll say this. Fortnite's a clever idea. Fortnite's a good game. Uh, I still play it, and I will continue to play it. Um, it's okay. It's not terrible. I just wish that the building part wasn't in there. That's yeah. all I think. Well, you just need to get better at using your mouse with it instead of playing it on the Switch, and you'd be a lot better. I'm and, never going to get better at that game. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so about talking about crafting materials. So uh, after crafting materials, there are legend tokens, and that's just for playing matches, and you get those out of leveling um, as well. And we've already talked about the Apex coins, which is bought with your real money. Um, And you can actually use those real tokens, or that real money tokens, uh, as you can unlock the legends, which that's what it refers to as their heroes, legends. Um, Or you can buy the Apex packs, which gives you skins and things for your legends and your weapons. And, like, banner backgrounds and all that shit. Can you get, um, can you put... Can you glue dildos to your back? Oh, my God. Uh, We're not answering this question, so moving on. (laughs) Uh, I guess you could if you wanted to, but anyway. um, That'd be cool. (laughs) So, basically, when you're playing this game, you have, of course, a a circle to stay within. And it shrinks as the game goes through. And 
the actual game tells you with your character will say like, oh, half the squads are dead, you know, or half the squads remaining, and and your character actually keeps up and helps you keep up with what's going on in the game in case you're you know tunnel vision, uh, ton of having tunnel vision going out through the game just looting and ra- you know doing random shit, and you might. Mm-hmm. You know, you run into a couple of people to kill or two squads to kill and uh, those types of things, which is pretty fucking awesome because the character's like, oh, only two squads left. And you look up there and you're one of the two squads. So you're like, oh, fuck, I got to mm. win then. And if- one of the aspects of the game that I kind of like is the ping system. That's where yes. you don't necessarily have to talk to people on a microphone. You just yes, and point it, at and it, it and will tell the mouse wheel, and it'll tell you know it will tell the people exactly what it is that you've pinged as well. Uh, yeah. So if you ping a fucking wingman pistol, which is a heavy a heavy uh, ammo pistol that does a lot of damage, um, and it's one of the most pop one of the popular weapons on the game, me personally anyway. And uh, you know it'll say oh wingman over here, you know shit like that. Or different styles of, well, not different styles, but different capacities of backpack, different, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. levels. So you have you start off with common, and then you have uh, blue, and then you have purple, then you have gold. Uh, so the only thing I've seen in gold so far is like armor. I like and, gold. And um, sights for your gun. So all of that matters. And it does automatically equip the things that you pick up that will actually go on your weapons, sort of like mm-hmm. Ring of Elysium does. Okay, that's good. I like that. Yeah, so you don't really have to... Now, you, you do want to read some of the things um, because there's things called hop-ups for some of the weapons and it'll like increase your uh, headshot damage and different shit like that with the weapon. And There's only certain weapons that can actually do that. Hmm. Interesting concept. And uh, also with the ping system, if you happen to spot, um, yeah, you spot an enemy across the field, then you you point your mouse at it and and click the mouse wheel, and it'll say enemy spotted. Or if you start getting shot at, then it'll tell you, you know can it'll hit tell H. your teammates, hey, I'm taking fire. Yeah. Or you hit H and warn your teammates. Uh, it'll, your character will actually voice, hey, you know, there's shit going on over here. Uh, another quick way to identify enemies is to hit F, um, with you know pointing their direction at F, which is quicker than double tapping your middle mouse wheel. Now, of course, that is the default setting. So if you've gotten the game and you've rebinded everything, good for you. But I didn't. I only rebind. I only changed the uh, toggle for crouch and hold for crouch. Which is C is usually the toggle, but I switched it with control. So control now is the toggle because I didn't want to reach my pinky down there and hit that all the time. Uh, for when I just wanted to do a hold and then pop back up sort of situation, which is normally what I do. I don't want to stay crouched the entire time. That way I can go in and out of cover uh, rapidly. 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 You're right. So, last thing I have <laughs> to say about this is, of course, everybody wanted it from the beginning. Uh, it was kind of talked about by uh, some of the people that 
uh, we're making this game is cross-platform. And hopefully that happens soon because that would be fantastic because not everybody I know has a computer or wants to buy a computer because, you know, they don't have money. Um, of course, I don't have any money, but I don't know. I just, I have a computer anyway. You got to have money to have a computer. Just uh, steal stuff, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> steal stuff and sell it. <laughs> Five finger discount. Yeah, usually. go for go for the Aladdin. Uh, okay, I get the. I still what only what I can't afford, and that's everything. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what are you guys doing? He's got a sword. You idiots! We've all got swords. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> here's a here's a tangent for you. It was South Mississippi. Uh, a truck driver had a machete in a truck and he was having a standoff with cops i'm like you have fucking guns and he has a machete come on <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> what are y'all doing and and that's the first thing that popped into my head was that aladdin scene where it's like oh we all got swords i mean what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> you idiots we all got swords so i'm like y'all could have took your nightsticks to him and fucking got him out of there i don't understand but I, I guess they were afraid he's gonna chop his own hands off i don't know but uh, do you have you guys have any questions about um, Apex Legends? Something you'd like me to talk about before we end this segment? I would, the only thing I want to say is I do think this game does look interesting, and that me, you, and Scott should play it on uh, do a video for our Horton Brothers Game YouTube channel. Let's let's do it. But you know, I'm one of those guys that likes to win, so. All I can tell you is if you like to win, you're going to have to, uh, what's the word, suspend the urge No, when you play with us because, you know, I'm still a noob at that kind of Well, shit. the urge is to slap the shit out of you when you do something stupid, <laughs> so that's going to be hard. One of the things I would say is uh, was interesting to me is that this game received almost, there was little to no promotion. Yeah, they announced and released it on the Before same the game came out. Yeah, I mean, it was like, one day it's not out, the next day it's out. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, here's a new game, try it out. You know, it's phenomenal cosmic power. Anyway, <laughs> that's right. I wonder how. Yeah, that's all I had to say about it. it. Looks interesting. It uh, it is ba uh, for all you guys that know I, what ba means. I enjoy it. It's a, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, and I don't. I've never really been one that likes these battle royale type games, but I mean, there's no building shit, which is a great point. I like that. That is nice. It, it, any of the attachments you pick up, it automatically equips them if you have a weapon capable of using that item. Yes. And the ping system is is great because when I'm playing, most of the time I'm playing with a pickup group, people I don't know, and I don't want to talk to those people. So <laughs> I don't want to communicate you, know, you win, fuckers. So you know the the ping system that that comes in handy it and does. helps. It, it helps a lot because every once in a while, of course, I use the just match me up system. Yeah, a lot of times I get a bunch of uh, greenhorns, but that's okay. Uh, one thing that I will say, the last thing I'll say is there is no fall damage in this game. So mm. there are strategies about coming out of the airplane and jumping off buildings. That I use, so. 
All right, we'll write the book on that. That would be cool. I don't <laughs> want to write a book. It's too long. <laughs> All right, well, this, I don't have anything else to add. You guys are good on your Apex Legends commentary? Yeah, I think we covered it. All right. I'm good to go. Let's do it. Cool. Well, that'll send us to our next little bitty break here. This is going to be a little advertisement telling you where you can find us out there on all the socials and all all the other places our podcast is available. So listen to that real quick, and we'll be back with our third segment. And we're going to be talking about the outer... I know it's called the outhouse world. The outhouse worlds. <laughs> it's the outer worlds. Come on, guys. Oh, the outer worlds. Of the outhouse? Scott has chosen... It's uh, coming out. Uh, it's a future game, so we'll talk about that next. Enjoy the little break, and we'll be right back. Hello, HBG listeners. This is Chris, and I'm here to briefly tell you about some places you can find our podcast that you may not have thought of. Now, of course, you're listening to us right now on your favorite provider, but if you want to change providers, I want you to know where you can find us. So... First off, you can find us at HortonBrothersGrim.com, which will take you straight to our Podbean webpage. That'll update our episodes as soon as they're released. So check that out. Save it on your bookmarks and all that good stuff so you can listen to it on your desktop. That'll be great. Of course, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and most other places you can find a podcast. Usually, you can download one of those apps that lets you search for podcasts everywhere, and you'll find us there, Horton Brothers Grimm. So make sure you're listening to us in your favorite place so you can access us anywhere and with ease. All right, and I also want to encourage you to check out our YouTube channel where you can find past episodes of all of our podcasts and special videos of us three knuckleheads playing some games together, having a good time, or you can also see us do some solo live streams. So please go and subscribe and click that notification bell so you'll be notified when Horton Brothers Grimm's live on our YouTube channel. And I just want to encourage you to check out one of the videos there because it's my favorite. It is a speed run race between Zach and Zach. If you remember, our stepbrother Zach joined us for an episode seven of season one. He will be joining us again soon, so we'll see you soon, Zach. And then, of course, Zach from Horton Brothers Grimm, they race in Mega Man X, and it is so fun. They see who can make it the furthest in one hour. So check that video out. It's really fun. I'll link it right down in the description of this podcast so please click it give it a like give it a watch i think you'll enjoy all right well that's all from me for now i'll quit rambling and we're going to get back to our existential nonsense all right gamers we're back time for segment three the future game uh, where today Scott is bringing us a future game, and it's going to be a game called The Outhouse Rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's The Outer Worlds. Uh, oh, The yeah. Outer Worlds. I keep messing that one up. But uh, Outer Worlds. So, Scott, what's this all about? Can we go poop there? Yes. Um. Well, you know, I'm sure that might be a feature at some point, but the game's not finished yet, so that remains to be seen. But I need to poop. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, anyway, this... Uh, the game is developed by Obsidian Entertainment. Uh, it's being published by their publishing division, Private Division of Take-Two Interactive. Uh, it's released for the platforms Windows, PS4, and Xbox One, and will come out sometime this year, they say. So which one of those is owned by Microsoft? 
You know, I'm not certain. I think it's uh, a private division. Now that that's their the publishing division of Take Two Interactive. Okay, so they own. It's a both. new thing. It's new. It's a new thing. This this game is going to be on their slate of their first slate of games published. Gotcha. So they for, own Obsidian Entertainment. It's possible. I don't know. I didn't get that far in my research. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So anyway, Outer Worlds is an action RPG. All right. It's first person, and it's set in the far future where the where the everything is ruled by mega corporations. Yeah. Mega. Right? mega man. Oh, what? No, not Mega Man. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, at the beginning of the game, just from what I've been able to see, the the trailer. I, I linked it in the in our chat over here. If you guys want to check that out, but in the, in the trailer, this guy. This uh, scientist wakes you up. You wake up on a colony ship that is stranded in space. Was he singing his first of the month when he woke me up? I don't know. It's possible. Okay. I really wasn't paying attention. Anyway, <clears throat> and so the player's mission is to, to get to one of the colony worlds and figure out why the mega corporation left their ship in stasis or sitting in the middle of space, right? Get your junk off my road. So, from what I've seen, the, the game is, is very similar to, um, like, Borderlands or Fallout or, you know, well, the later Fallouts. I mean, like, Fallout 4, Fallout 3, possibly New Vegas. I don't know. I never played New Vegas. Just not Fallout 76, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like Fallout 76 at is all. Is it too late to get tell. a refund? <laughs> yes, probably so. This reminds me of uh, No Man's Sky too, the way it looks. Yeah, the 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 I don't know the graphical design might be, but this one this game is is much more populated than than No Man's <laughs> is Sky. Is it going to get released on time? Well, I don't know. We'll see. Sometime so, this year. They didn't really give you any uh, <laughs> expectations then. It's like whenever, right? It's like whenever, guys. <laughs> it just what? says the the release date is sometime in 2019. It'll be there eventually. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, watching a trailer, I can see what you're saying with the Fallout thing too. Mm-hmm. And uh, see, well, the 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 main reason this game is is similar in style to the Fallout games is because Tim Kaine and Leonard Boyarsky, the original developers of the Fallout series. Are the ones that are directing this game? Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, just from what I can tell of it, I mean, they're, you know, it says in the research that as the game progresses, you know, you you get to meet and recruit different NPCs, different, you know, game characters to 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 travel with you, and each one of these NPCs has their own story. They have their own background their own quests that they're working on that you help them with or and then you you know you accumulate ex experience points just like any other rpg type game and you can use it to you know upgrade your skills or or you know add different abilities and my nunchuck skill oh yeah things like that and yeah. uh the, it has a branching story that actually changes the way the game turns out based on your choices 
So that's pretty neat. What if I choose to be a fireworks maker? Then I guess then the game will end with a large fireworks show. Then there's something wrong <laughs> yeah. with you, Fanny. That's what I want. <laughs> I want the game to end in a huge fireworks show that I create. I mean, there's <laughs> there's not a lot of information that I found about this game. I mean, I, I, I did find that it has been in development since May of 2016. It was announced in December of 2017 by Private Division. Like I said, that it would be among their first group of uh, titles published. Uh, the official game announcement came at the Game Awards in December of last year. So, you know, it's it's been in development for a while. Um, I mean, as you can tell from my notes, like I said, there's not a whole lot. I mean... <laughs> so it's a game. It's a game, yeah. So, it's an RPG. It's first person, and you know, there's there's that, and it's made by the guys who who, who did Fallout. I think I've already said all these things. Now, from what I've two, seen, the trailer creators uh, from Fallout two, two, yes, two, the original two rec- creators, the guys that came up with it. Tell them to do something better. <laughs> like, hey, anyway, guys, so we worked on this game. Uh, it was successful. What do you want to do now? Make that a game again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's repeat it, please. Uh, I want to be the new Final Fantasy, please. Thank you. Um, and a little tidbit about Final Fantasy. It was supposed to be their only game because they spent all their money making it. So, yep. there you go. A little history for you, boys and girls. Oh, I like history. But, you know, this, like I said, from the trailer of the game and I watched some gameplay footage, I mean, it looks really good. Like I said, you can tell by watching the gameplay footage that it's still in early development, which is, you know, saying something because, you know, May 2016, (laughs) they started working on it. They should know something about it. Right. Uh, Anyway, it looks really good. Graphically, it looks very clean. I mean, it's in the Unreal Engine, so, you know, it's going to look good. Uh... Okay. It's gonna look unreal. I will say this. There was a game I played recently called Fear the Wolves. It was made in Unreal Engine. And it's trash. Yeah, but who made the game? <laughs> I don't know. But it's it was made in the no. Unreal Engine. <laughs> I played this game the other day and it was a game that I that I could play and it sucked. Well, <laughs> I did a video and I'm gonna be putting it up on my YouTube channel, Juno Destro. And yeah, it was cut. All right, so here's I'm gonna break it down for you. Break it down. I was given a key by the developer uh, to play Fear of the Fear of the Wolves, and that was back when they first announced it and all this other crap during betas and blah blah blah. So I tried to get a match. Uh, I sat there and waited for thirty minutes and never got a match. So I never made anything for it. Hmm. Uh, Later on, a.k.a. three days ago, I was contacted (laughs) by a person about coverage for the game. Like if I was going to do any or whatever. And I gave them a little feedback via email. And they encouraged me to try again. So when I tried again... Of course, I was able to get into a match. Well, at least I thought it was a match. Okay? 
So first, mm. I get put into this lobby. And it doesn't say waiting for other people. Nothing. It just says 6 of 12. Okay. So 12 people is the max that you can have in one game. All right? Okay. Why? Why just 12 people? This is a fucking battle royale game. Why can't I have more people? So it uses the same kind of selection system as... Um, what's that game we played on uh, Steam? Ring of Elysium. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can select where you want to uh, spawn in. So, first game, spawn in. Me and my partner spawn in the same place. And as it turns out, he was a trash player. And mm -hmm. uh, he was never around me when things were going down. Blah, blah, blah. But before that, before I actually got into a lobby with a person... I was sitting in a pre-lobby where you just walk around, pick up guns, and shoot wolves. Oh, wow. So this would have been fine, of course. You know, get a feel for the game. Kind of, you know, iron out any uh, mouse sensitivity problems, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Well, a wolf, after I made sure the door was shut, a wolf comes in. <laughs> so apparently he... Grew like opposable thumbs at some point where he could turn a fucking doorknob. So, like, hey guys, what's up? It kills me. I'm like, fine. Uh, and, and then this is when I realized that I'm just in a waiting lobby. Oh, wow. So it respawns me. And I find a gun this time. I found an AK 47. Cool. I like AK 47. You know, it's a pretty decent damage gun usually in any game you get it in. So I hear these dogs outside. Like, Fuck! I'm gonna get well. They're wolves. I'm gonna get these. I'm gonna kill these wolves because you know they did. You know they just did me dirty or whatever. So I go after these wolves. Well, I open the door and I shut it real quick because there's four of them. I'm like, oh fuck! There's mm -hmm. something. So I open the door again. And I start shooting them. But in the process of opening the door, there must have been some kind of lag or or, or glitch. Because I was stuck in the door. Okay. Oh, wow. The door's wide open. I'm stuck in it. Wolves are steadily flowing in. And at a certain angle, if you just pull the trigger, you can actually hit the dogs without hitting the dogs. So I kill four of these dogs in the doorway. And then another one kills me. So I'm like, oh, yeah, free. So this is when the match actually starts up. So I'm like, fuck it, yeah, I finally got a match, blah, blah, blah. As I'm running with through the meadow with my gun, uh, I see a dog you know, or a wolf comes to attack me. So, I, you know, of course, I pull my gad out, start spraying. I walk into this tree, and I get stuck in the fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like... I almost left the game. I almost quit the game and used what I had recorded at that point in time to use for the video. Like, you should have been like, and now I'm driving the tree. That's right. Now I'm driving the tree. <laughs> but I gave it another chance even after that. Uh, I queued for another game. So second game, second match ever on this game. And I've had this code since last year, middle of last year. And... I get a guy that actually uses microphone, but I did not know he was going to use his microphone until after I got knocked down. 
So there is a resurrection system in that game. So I'm running out through there. I'm, I'm kind of over where the partner is. And for some reason, a guy was able to, 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 you know, to hit me enough damage to knock me. And I'm just sitting there chilling. But my partner comes over and murders that guy, which is awesome. And then, of course, you know, picks me up, revives me or whatever. We end up winning that match. So second game into this thing, I win. And it's an extraction game. So, like, you kill people, and then you have to still extract with the helicopter to win. Sort of like Ring Elysium. Except for you don't climb the rope. You hold down your E or F, whatever your action button is, until this meter fills up. And it's the slowest shit ever. So it's just sitting there filling up, filling up. And when you're going, when, like, the helicopter picks you up, you can still kind of shoot, and then, of course, they're reeling in the rope. So if you see anybody on the surface, you can still shoot them in the head. It's pretty cool about that aspect, especially if they try to shoot you. But they're going to be only mm. a one team wins. Yeah. So as far as I gathered, because once I extracted, it wouldn't let anybody else extract. Hmm. But there's your tangent for the day. That was a tangent <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It was a, a battle royale with cheese game. That's right. Well, it was definitely cheese, but it was from under. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't oh, good God. cheese. So, <clears throat> anyway, The Outer Worlds. This guy again. It looks like a good game. I mean, the, the preview looks like it'd be pretty good just from the trailer. Uh, the gameplay that I've seen, like I said, looks pretty good. It looks like it, you know, I, to, to determine whether it's solid or not, we'll have to be able to play it. And, you know, the, as I said, there's no, no clear release date yet. Um, uh, it looks like it's going to be a cross between, you know, just from what I saw, a fallout between, or a cross between Fallout and Borderlands. It has a lot of the same, um, you know, s- some of the humorous stuff from, from Borderlands, you know, the the characters make jokes and and say silly things, and it looks like it'd be pretty fun. We got jokes, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's uh, it's something that you know, I'm I'm I'll look forward to trying out when it comes out. It might be fun to play. Yeah, that's what she it, said. It looks all right. I mean, it looks the graphics look good. I I can. Tell I you think that I much. may want to try it when it comes out. Uh, probably won't play it, but hopefully I'll get it for free. It looks okay. <laughs> it looks okay. I'm not saying anything bad about it. It looks alright. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about it either. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. Like I said, the you know the information I could find was was pretty limited. So it usually is with the future games, the future mm-hmm. games, the future. All right, well, then I guess we can wrap up the show then. Um, so, Zach, I'll let you go first. What um, what social medias would you like to share with us today? Where do you want people to go? Well, if you want social, then you're barking up the wrong tree. But if you'd like to watch videos of someone that gets very angry when they lose, you can just <laughs> go to Genova Destro on YouTube. And occasionally... You may see me pop up with a stream either on YouTube or Twitch with Genova Destro. I will never stream to Facebook unless you request it. But, yeah, I don't really have a Facebook set up for Genova Destro yet. But you can get me at Twitter. And, of course, 
at Genova Destro is all you'll have to do to tweet me. Tweet him right, people. Tweet him right. <laughs> all right. So, Scott, your turn. What you got, buddy? Um, <clears throat> On YouTube, my channel is The Games of Death. And, of course, death is spelled D-E-T-H because I'm um, silly like that. And uh, Twitter is at DeathDealer3. That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, short and sweet. That's how he likes his tweets, guys. So send them to him. <laughs> and, of course, you can find me on my St. Louis rolling on dubs, smoking on butt. Oh, wait, what? No, we're not singing? Oh. Not yet. You can sing in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me on my YouTube channel, Bang Bang. Potential. I've been live streaming lately. I've been playing Pray for the Gods, which is a game we talked about on our podcast in the first season. Uh, and that game is sweet. I missed your, I missed so, your stream. So weak. And I went. I tried to watch the, the I guess, the replay. Uh-huh. And uh, I was pissed that it wasn't the actual stream, so I cut it off. I was like, fuck this, man. Well, well that's weird. Well, it's there. It's there. Fuck this shit. That game is really good. It's as good as I was hoping it would be. It's really good. And then you can just so bang bang potato on YouTube, and you can send me a tweet at bang bang potato one. You can Facebook message me at bang bang potato facebook dot com slash bang bang potato. And I'm going to Disney World next week. What what what? Check out the Disney Tonic podcast that, that I've been recording with my friend Wade. We have seven episodes out right now, and the link's down in the description of this podcast. All right, and that'll finish up our episode number three of season two. We're having such a good time recording these, so let us know on iTunes how much you're enjoying them with a comment and our five-star rating. Hit the like button on any other service to let other folks know that this is a podcast that uh, they should uh, check out and enjoy. All right, well, this is the part of the show where we say goodbye. You guys ready? Adios. Do it. Right, Later. We'll see you later, Liam. Bye. Peace. <laughs>